listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This, however, not quite so perfect. It's um, <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 81215. Please do follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website, if you will. I was only saying what a good start that was, and then you said, oh, not quite so perfect. Well, you know, it's, it's, nothing's 100% in life. I remember reading no. that in uh, Niall Quinn's autobiographer. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, oh, that's where I, I, I get love a, some of your mentors. I get a lot of my um, <laughs> philosophy from, uh, from football uh, autobiographies. Yeah. And, of course, my top, top 11s of all time. <laughs> it's usually about chapter 12, I find. I get them directly from the footballers, but that's uh, chapter 7. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'll be chapter 7 in your autobiography, yeah. I should think. What oh, yeah. is, uh, <laughs> just for a bit of revision, what, what's the greatest uh, name for any football autobiography? Oh. I think it was Alan Ball's It's All About a Ball. <laughs> oh, very good. I mean, come on! That and is good. the greatest ever title for a cricket autobiography. Oh, this has oh, come up on the show before. Ian, Ian Botham's. Yes. Um, oh yes. Don't tell Kath. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A title he, that you could have used. Yes. <laughs> you can't tell Kath anything, in my experience. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's very fine. Um, mm. um, what about? Um, I'm going to go through them all now. Neville, so- <laughs> Neville Southall, um, former Everton oh. goalkeeper, the Bin Man Chronicles, because oh, he used to be good. a Bin Man. No, I, I, I kind of figured that out. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I mean it's no pun, but I like it. Yeah, it's, 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 they just say what it is. Paul Merson, rock bottom. Is that what that's called? Yeah. What about when Paul Merson first started having his? Um, I mean, it's 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 obviously there's nothing funny about drink problems. Actually, oh. I've been getting laughs out of him for years. Come to think of it, bought you quite a few houses. <laughs> but when he did a press conference to say that he'd become an alcoholic, oh, um, such a shame. Respect to Paul; it's a great player. It, uh, he said, uh, "You know, I, I can't go to the uh, you know the pub or the betting office anymore." He said, "It's like you know, it's like if you go to the hairdressers every day, eventually you're going to have a haircut." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "But nobody does that, do they? They don't go to the hairdressers every day and think, "Lads, see, I want to give in." <laughs> have you got your plastic portfolio of hairstyles? <laughs> oh, anyway, I don't know. We got onto that, but I enjoyed it. Oh, I loved it. I'm enjoying it. It's gone. Oh, you're speaking about <laughs> you it in the present. You seem very itchy, Frank. Are you okay? I am a bit itchy. What's bit, happened? I am a little bit itchy. I don't like to mention it every week. Have you got new, new threads on or something? I've got new threads on. I haven't done that ah. thing of washing them before I put them on, so I think I'm getting... There could be labels for all I know. Oh, and those little plastic toggle things. Oh, well, there's all, Do you so know, many I was out last there. night and one got tangled up in my necklace. What, a little plastic toggle thing? Yeah. Oh. It's they they're a real scourge those things. Yeah. It's the, the I mean how many times has someone sitting in a sweatshop in Central America been responsible for me being itchy? Eight twelve fifteen. Because they put stickers on to say like you know. Another Ma- one I'm Marianne, saving for the book. Marianne, okay, this and and stuff. Oh yeah. Y- you with me? Yeah. And okay. sometimes a little dot. Frank, yeah, I am a little bit itchy, you're right. Can I just say something? <laughs> say anything. Has no, no, don't say anything. <laughs> Someone has graffitied on the side of this Absolute Radio studio desk. There's quite a bit. In Sharpie, it says, mm-hmm. I was here. 
It's great that people... Is it spelled W-U-Z? Yes, of course it is. Oh, oh wow. What, what I a mean, fact. what sort of an animal working here has done that? It's I not the think, OC, is it? I think there's been... I tell you what, signs of a party. There was about <laughs> six broken pens on the floor. Oh, no. Well, OK, what kind of a party was that? Michael Parkinson was Bill. here with his friends all night, Frank. Is it Bill Tidy's leaving party? <laughs> who's Bill Tidy? <laughs> who's Bill Tidy? 8, 12, oh. 15. No, I'll tell you. Oh, he's he's a very famous cartoonist. cartoonist. Oh, I see. Um, he used to do a, a popular daytime TV show called Quick on the Draw, in which people had to do cartoons as the sort of answers to questions. Uh. I mean, I was here. It might be a celebrity, Frank. It says AP. The initials are AP. So it Alan, might... Alan Parker, the film director, possibly. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, guess who that is? Yeah, Alan Partridge, Steve Coogan in yeah, character. Yeah, could uh -huh. be, yeah. Um, a, a person. <laughs> this is a yeah. bit like playing I Spy yeah. with a kid now, isn't it? Someone. A person. <laughs> there could be someone just yeah who doesn't want to give their real name, so they just put AP for a person. <laughs> I mean, I, would, I personally would have written our person yeah. <laughs> I mean the level of secrecy of reducing a person to the uh, to the initials yeah. now there is a lot of it's it's it's, a, it's, it's been trashed that's mm. what's happened in quite a gentle way I mean, is there graffiti on your end yes there is but I can't really describe it in full detail but oh it's what, not had, that let's put it I had one exactly the same <laughs> on my Roth book in, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in 1969 <laughs> Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Someone solved the AP conundrum. Oh, oh, yeah? You know, I had graffiti. I was here, brackets, AP, close yeah. brackets. I thought it was Andy Peters. Apparently not. <laughs> 657. Could it be Annabelle Port? Who oh. obviously works on Jeff Lloyd's show. Yeah, it's a good chance. I think he's just chosen that randomly because there's a storm where he's phoning from. Oh, <laughs> lovely. A port in a storm. Yeah, or would it yeah. be Anna? Anna port in a storm. Oh, yeah. Very close to Anna. <sighs> I see what you've done there. Yeah, it's, it was hard work. It hurt my shoulders a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd be all right in a minute. I did a very nostalgic thing this week I'd like to share with you. Oh, OK. Because, <laughs> as my son often says to me, sharing is caring. Does he? Mm. That's nice. Um... And this is, um, yes, I wish I'd told that barmaid that in Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> I had six weeks on antibiotics. Oh. Anyway, um, I, so I went, i tell you what I did. What about this for a walk down memory lane? I cashed some traveller's checks. You did oh, it. <laughs> you did it. Who knew? That is Who great. knew they still existed? Where do you cash the things? Where do you find them? Do you go to... Bureau de Change. I didn't go to a Bureau Post de Change. Uh, why? Can I, I ask a question about Bureau de Change? Yes. I mean, why do you not care about the business enough to invest in a proper office space? Why is it always a glass cubicle on the wrong end, frankly, of a main thoroughfare? Mm. I always think why that... Why a cubicle? Why not office? They sort of pioneered the open plan thing, which is very popular in modern offices. They, they fear a door, the Bureau de Change. Yeah, they don't, they, they don't like the sense of a door, no. I think. No. Is because that... they're all about breaking boundaries down. <laughs> is it, <laughs> is so, it not a security issue? Do they fear doors because back in the day that was a, a, a shop that had a lot of cash knocking around? Oh, I see. Isn't that a good reason to be extremely pro-door? I mean, why would you want to display it all? Maybe. I'm, in the Bureau de Change, I always remember the ladies wearing a pussy bow blouse. Oh, oh. Tight the neck. 
Nice. You see, I think maybe it's you know the theory that if one of the, the great anti-burglary things is um, not all locking your house up, but just keeping your house very exposed so that burglars will be seen getting in. All right. So maybe the bureau de change have taken the same um, <laughs> thing. It's just leave. So the money Highly you visible. can actually. It's it, it's like dragons then. They just got the money piled <laughs> up in there on the desk. And that makes it less likely. I, I don't know. So Does anyone here who works in a B to C? Which that's has what, never been no, that's called. What, that's what they've written on the desk here. <laughs> <laughs> I need a B to C. Um, let us know what the theory is between the uh, open plan um, aura. So you you didn't go to a B to C. <laughs> I didn't. You went to a. Well, first of all, I went to yeah. America. Oh, with oh, that was a long way to go. <laughs> yes, and I thought I'll be able to cash them at one of the uh, nice hotels. Oh, you took travellers' checks to America. Why did you take travellers' checks? <laughs> That's what you're supposed to do with travellers' checks. <laughs> 1973. Yeah but, yeah, but why else would you? you don't have to buy travellers' checks and then use them in your own country. The clue is in checks. the title. Yeah, that's that. That I think Emily's onto something here. You specifically went and got travellers' no. checks for your okay. recent no. trip. Here's to what happened. <laughs> okay, I found a small. I found a small envelope in one of my drawers. He hates waste. Which contained um, a two hundred and twenty dollars worth of travellers' checks, and Ka-ching. I thought I'm off to America soon. You can get the a bottle time, of water at that. The timing easy, could yeah. not have been better. Perfect. Mm. So I asked at the O'Connor Lodge. <laughs> I love that and, you stayed um, there. And the man said, uh, "I can't do the accent because he was actually an Indian man." Right. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, and so let's make him American said, in this I mean, story. We, we didn't need to know that. You could have got away without saying well, that. That's the thing about you Indian. Could have just said, "Don't do the accent." Indian people in America. I don't know if you've ever met any Indian people in America, or or if you've ever watched um, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> As the Indian people in America do not absorb in any way the American <laughs> accent. They just talk like Indian people. I, it's great. They've had, no, uh, this far and no further. Yeah. I think they're old in a grudge, got mixed up with the <laughs> cowboys and Indians things. It wasn't even them. <laughs> but anyway, so he's... So you took the so he wouldn't. Checks. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, um, Peter Patel, his name was, so he okay. actually wasn't. He's probably Pakistani, come yeah. to think of it. But anyway, let's not get into minutiae. Okay. So he wouldn't, he said, we don't change them. Right. And, and so then I went to um, a much nicer hotel. It was almost like it was dawning on you that they were quite an outmoded form of currency well, exactly. exchange. <laughs> exactly. I did. Because uh, and then I went to the Paramount Hotel in New York, which at least used to be a nicer hotel. Oh, it's lovely. Smaller bedrooms, though, Frank. I'll be honest with you; it's gone off terribly. <laughs> <laughs> and the but, rooms are so small. But anyway, so I thought there was a, there was a concierge. Um, so I thought, well, I, I'm not going to a bureau de chance, but I'll certainly go to a concierge. <laughs> I nearly wore a negligee, but I decided a guinea. So I went up and I said, I've got some traveller's checks. And the guy went, hey, Sue, <laughs> And he called her over to have a look at my traveller's checks. And she went, I found some euphemisms. Traveller's checks? They were like... And then another member of staff came up and laughed out loud. <laughs> and, af- and after all this, they said, no, we don't do them. <laughs> so I took them, I basically took them to America for a little holiday. <laughs> I never used any of them. I just, I just, um, I just took, carried them around and then brought them back. Which, I mean, I know it's travel, but it's not what they were meant for. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. So, have we heard from the outside world at all? 
A little, yes. Mm. Um, Un petit. It's regarding traveller's checks, Frank. Oh, well, I'm keen to hear about that. Which I know, um, much like Justin Timberlake brought sexy back, you're bringing traveller's <laughs> checks back. Yeah. He says, I say he, this is 224. His oh, name yeah. is Scott. He says, Frank, I'm with you on the traveller's checks. Always take them to Vegas and never have any issue cashing them. Oh. Safe and secure. It's the future, not the past. Okay. And then he signs off Scott sat in Kilburn. Sat in Kilburn? Yeah. yeah. Sat space. He's not. Satin. No, no not, it's not satin. satin. It's not a no. double barrel a name. Satin. Hi, Scott Satin Kilburn. No, I was thinking he could be called Scott Satin. He could yeah. be like oh, a yeah. sort of a rock singer. Scott Satin, comma Kilburn. He's actually seated in Kilburn, but he <laughs> likes to go to Vegas. So the idea of him being called Scott Satin. Yeah, mm. it works. Yeah, it's such met, a journey. I met a bloke uh, in America uh, previously called Jimmy Velvet. Did you? So Scott Satin would work. Oh, I love a fabric-based surname. Um, yeah. Nick the, has also sent us a message. The Silk family was big at West Bromwich Albion, you know, the boardroom. There's a lot of tweeds and tweedies the around. Silk family. Yeah, so. Mm. Fabric-based surnames. <laughs> Eight, twelve, no. No, please don't send any. Um, Billy Cotton. Nick yeah. has sent us... Uh, <laughs> no, don't, I don't want to know any. Nick has sent us an email... That seems to be some kind of um, haiku based on oh, uh, lovely uh, confusion. Confucius. <laughs> it's mm. it's titled Frank like confusion. At Stan's did I get breakfast? I then get a coffee. You want a banana with that? I am asked. I calmly reply, I don't understand. He motions to the side where I can read free banana with every coffee. I nod my head and take my free banana. That's okay. what he's emailed. It's beautiful. <laughs> if you've got a haiku for us today Or, or in that case a low coup <laughs> Then don't send it in no. uh, Well I'd rather you set that ahead of your fabric based surnames uh, <laughs> if, so, if you'd be so kind uh, To be honest with you on the nostalgia um, travellers checks It's yes. the first time I've been in a post office for ages And that really took me back Yeah, they've Did you have the online, cashier number they? four please? Yes Oh I like that well, I... Um, and you know my mother, who was an actress, always used to say, when they'd say, cashier number four, please. She went, sorry, darling, I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, did she get a two-minute call? Like yeah, and an encore. Now, well, I, um, I, I was in the... I queued at the... Uh, it's called holiday section or something like that in the post office. Oh. I don't know that. Work. Yeah. And uh, there was a woman there. And so... I looked at the number on the uh, on the screen. It said seventy seven. I thought, okay. So I took my ticket out of the machine. It said two oh nine. I oh thought, dear. hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do people go? They get it, and then they say, I'm just going to go for a swim. I'll come back with my numbers. Yeah. So it turns out there's a separate number system on the uh, on, the, on the travel section. Oh. In the travel section, do they have a little? I, I hope anyway. They have a little tableau arranged, maybe with a little parasol and a towel there. No, she sat in a. Yeah, a woman. <laughs> yeah. And, and... Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Scott's been back in touch. <laughs> um, he, uh, he Remember Scott, Scott, Sat- Scott Satin? Yeah. yeah, he says, Frank and the gang, thanks for my new nickname, Scott Satin. <laughs> brackets, waiting around in Kilburn to avoid any confusion. So oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad we've spent some nights with Scott Satin. Nights with Scott Satin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, um, it's a good name, though. 
It doesn't surprise me that the travellers' checks were accepted over there, though. At the post office. Well, because no, the Vegas. post office is based in the 1970s, <laughs> that's why it was all right to go in there. I meant in Vegas, but I also agree that the post office, that doesn't surprise me. No, it was... Um, well, it did surprise me. I'd almost given up that I'd ever be able to get them cashed. It was either... If, if they hadn't accepted them, I'd have gone straight to the framing shop. <laughs> how, was, how did the encounter go, then? Did you, did you the just The encounter say, at the counter? Yes. In the woman in the deck chair? Um, it was actually... I, I thought the way to play is to pretend it's not a problem. Yeah. To pretend I, that, I'm, that I'm cashing travellers' checks maybe two, three times a week. Uh-huh. So I went in, I said, I've got a few uh, travellers. Uh, oh, what's, uh, why have you got balloons up? I said. So I thought, you know, you know, it's, you know that thing's well, sort of mis- them misdirection with... yes. like a yeah. magician. What you got balloons up for? She said, oh, we're advertising a new um, thing for... Um, for travel, it's a, it's a new card where you. Oh, can I thought she was going to say it's a new spe- form of check. No. <laughs> she said it's a it's a it's a new um, credit card that you can use abroad, as you can use it in seven different countries. You could and, have done uh, with that. And well, I thought, a, isn't that a credit card? I thought this. Uh, well, it, it, it except you allot travel money to it, so if it's stolen, oh. they can't take anything That's from it. Good that. idea. Yeah. Well, I thought that. I thought this is just the sort of idea that might have superseded the travellers' <laughs> check. <laughs> So I said, yeah, well, never mind about that. I've got a few... Um, I've got a few... Oh, it's nice, isn't it, today? Sunny is some traveller's checks. Sunny, isn't it? Really sunny. Anyway, um, I thought, just make it like it's normal. Yeah. Do you know what? Just act normal. I know, <laughs> Weirdly, but I, that's I, the least normal mind, you've ever acted. <laughs> weirdest you've ever been. Yeah. Bear in mind, I got more laughs um, with travellers' checks in New York than I got a, a whole night at the Brits. <laughs> so I was, I was expecting the worst. Anyway, um, she just said, oh, yeah, OK. Did she say, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Hang on a minute, what's that? <laughs> yeah. She um, suddenly played the tune from The Last of the Summer War. <laughs> <laughs> and said, uh, are we back in the... No, she didn't. She, no, she, I, I think I made... You know what, I made it normal. And uh, well, that, no, it sounds like a, you made it extremely weird. No, no, I made it normal. Making it normal, it's, it's stood me in good stead over the years in hotel rooms all over Britain. <laughs> Just make it normal. <laughs> um, anyway, so she gave me my um, money. It's like hundred and forty-seven pounds and some change. Ka-ching. I've felt. I left there feeling like the man who broke the bank in Monte Carlo. Honestly, I had a real spring in my step. Yeah, that was just in a drawer. That's like free money to you. Oh, I mean, I was absolutely thrilled. And I did, I I must admit, I probably walked walked a little bit faster than I normally walk. So I went, (laughs) um, excuse me. (laughs) And then a woman saying, "Um, I nearly fell for that. Give me that money back. But no. It's okay. They still exist. If you got any travellers' checks at home, um, you can have a look during this. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Have we anything from the outside world? Um, well, we no. will. We'll get onto that in a minute. But okay. I've got something I'd like to ask you. Okay. Because I saw you on the night. Hold it. Oh. Ask away. Oh, <laughs> Ask that. Away with Frank Skinner, brand new series. That could be all right, couldn't it? Be like, mm. there are people, well, basically people asking me stuff, I'm guessing. <laughs> Ask Away. That's the format that's just... <laughs> Bit of a football nod yeah. as well, because Frank loves his football. He loves his soccer. Unless it's me um, <laughs> rejecting pizza. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yes, I saw you on the nightly show this yes, week. Yes, yes. I was very excited, Frank. I was gutted. So did I, actually. Did gutted. you? I've, Alan 
time saw a telly programme. I was <laughs> See, I, I arrived fully expecting it to be hosted by Kira Knightley. I thought that's what it was all about. That would have been great. That would have been a great booking. So no, it was it was um, Ramsey. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alf Ramsey. No, I um, the Knightley show is something that I've missed out on because I was I was away um, toting my travellers' checks around North America. Oh yeah, yeah you were busy. So I missed the first um, two weeks of it. There was Davina, uh, David Williams, and John Bishop. I yes, think. John Bishop. Yeah. So I, um, people were talking to me about it, mm-hmm. um, and um, um, they weren't always praising. I'll be honest with you. I think it was the butt of some jokes on comment yeah, relief it's diffi- as well. It's difficult um, starting these things off, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, so the first time I saw it, I was in it. Yeah. That was my. <laughs> so it's too late then to think. You know what? I, I, it's not, I, I, uh-huh. No, but I, I had a lovely time on it. But on the way, can you believe this? I, now, when you do a TV show, as you mm. as you both know, mm. they send you a car to pick you up and take you to the studio, which is fair enough. Paid for by the by the TV well, production. I'm not saying it's the only reason, but it's a hugely motivating no, it's, factor. It's lovely. Yeah. So I got in the car, and it's filmed at a, a theatre in. Um, Called the Cochrane, funnily enough. Oh, is it? Yeah. So um, I, 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 I was chatting to the driver generally about life, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "You know, we're going to the Cochrane Theatre." And, and then when he got there, he saw the big sign outside. He said, uh, "You doing the nightly show?" <laughs> I said, uh, "Yeah." He said, "Oh dear." <laughs> <laughs> I said, to him, he said, have you seen the reviews? I said, mate, did you not hear it? I am doing, I'm going to do it now. <laughs> he said, yeah, he said, he says, oh, no, he said, I, I don't like it. I said, mate, let me say that again. I'm, I'm just about to do it. I said, you know, giving me a lot of negative vibes. <laughs> I think that was true. I, honestly, of all the people that I expected to ever use the phrase negative vibes, you would have been lowest as well. Well... <laughs> What would your father say? I'm happy with that. I've been did you, using, did you put your I've hand in your pocket, neg- grab some salt and throw it in his face? I think I've been using the phrase negative virus for 40 years. Have you? It's, it's you. in. I think it's in Kelly's Heroes. The okay. Oh. Well, I use the phrase, which is slightly more, um, you know, scented candles. I use the phrase negative energy. Oh, okay. I said oh, to that. someone only this week, I'm getting a lot of negative energy from you. Oh. Also, I don't like the idea that a driver is making a qualitative judgment on the programmes he's delivering people to. <laughs> and who's like, he being paid by? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The programme. If you only drop people off to TV shows that you like, you'll probably do about three journeys a year, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, well, with this yeah. driver, I mean, I don't want to be doing Babe Watch every week. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text in about you pretending that... Um, cashing in travellers checks is completely normal okay um i often embellish the truth to cashiers <laughs> when i'm embarrassed at what i'm buying e.g should i clear my throat do you think it needs it um that's not it, in the text oh i this thought is... that's gonna say so hard to tell <coughs> excuse me remotely there we go it's just okay. emily told me off a few weeks ago when Did i that? hadn't cleared my throat and she went could you clear that it's really <laughs> awful I, it sounded oh, fine. Sound. with love yeah uh anyway e.g when i'm buying too much greg's uh, i often use lines such as I'm on the lunch run, or oh. I, think, I think they wanted iced donuts. Oh, I think they wanted <laughs> the iced donuts. Oh, yeah. 
I've even pretended to be on the phone while I take orders <laughs> from my inverted commas colleagues, even though I, my lunch run, or I think, oh, God, it's repeating itself, this... Uh, even I've even though even, I work alone, he I've says. Even, oh, even though I work alone. And interestingly, his, he says, do I need help? But he says, from MASH. He's even got a food-based name. Oh, it's nominative determinism, isn't yeah. it? But no when, I buy, when I buy a toilet roll, oh. I'm still self-conscious about that. I always say something like, I'm just going to a football match. <laughs> what? <laughs> do what they do still you mean? do that? You know, when people say I know toilet. what they do, that, but just buy the toilet roll. Everyone no, does it. No, yeah. I, and if I buy a toilet roll, I, mean, I have to buy four or five other things, even if I just want a toilet roll. <laughs> if you walk in and buy a toilet roll, people think, well, I hope you get out the, out the shop before... A, <laughs> if he's at that point where he's had to come out and just buy a toilet roll. <laughs> Especially that time I went in, I had my trousers and pants still around my ankles. Oh, no. <laughs> Wow. You got a toilet roll, please? Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you what I think. Can't like... reach my change. <laughs> sorry. If my I shawl. see anyone... I'm sorry, my change. My change, your bureau. <laughs> uh, yeah. If I see anyone in an off-licence making a big song and dance about a wine that we're buying or I'm taking one to a dinner party or giving any sort of story, I think you're going home to drink that alone. Yeah, well, mm. I've, I've done that. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I remember a woman smelling whiskey on my breath at 8.30 at a bus stop in the morning. Yeah. She said, Paul, have you been drinking whiskey? And I said, uh, oh, I just, uh, I nipped in a mate's on the way in. He said, oh, why don't you have a whiskey? And I'd just been polite. She looked at me. She said, <laughs> no, no excuse. No, no, you didn't. She just, I was just a complete stranger. She said, no, you didn't. And then stopped talking to me. Someone else has also been saying negative vibes for about 40 years. And yeah. I swear I got it from Donald Sutherland in Kelly's Heroes. Uh, yeah, I, I, because he is the he, he, he's a, a tank driver, but he, he plays um, music. Yeah. And um, every time somebody says something about the war being bad or something, he says, don't give me negative vibes. Well, That's exactly well, yeah. what well, Treble well, H then goes on to say, Alan. Yeah. Oh, OK. Do you want me to be the bearer of the news? He says, but I watched it a few years back, and the phrase she actually uses is, always with the negative waves. So he doesn't say negative vibes. Well, we've, we've had that from a couple of different sources. Ian Stewart Dootson has texted, Hi, Frallon. I think that's Frank Allen. Oh, that's good. I feel it's, ironically, it's caused very negative waves, this yeah. information. Sorry yeah. to be partly pedantic, <laughs> but it's actually negative waves, Moriarty. Don't give me negative waves that Donald Sutherland says in Kelly's here. Is it? And I've been saying, and I, oh, what a fool <laughs> I have made of myself. Decades worth. Decades <laughs> worth I of foolishness that you're flashing it. back to now. I, was abs- I think I you've done worse, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing you've ever done. I know, but it's terrible when you go back and see something and think I've always remembered it like this and in fact it was like that because then you've got to question all the other things mm. you yeah. remember. Yeah, It's gone a bit existential now, hasn't it? Oh, it is. <laughs> but let's just take some time out to think what we might have misremembered. <laughs> Perhaps I stormed it at the Brit. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8.12.15. About that. Follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Don't you know? I mean, we are getting texts, not just about negative waves. We're getting... No, uh, don't send me any negative waves. uh, 111 has texted, whatever happened to Frank's poetry news update? 
Yes. Remember that? App? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I downloaded the poetry and it was update app and I never got any news at all of that Did poetry. Did just stay as blank? If, as if poetry had stopped. Didn't you try and get your money back? I got my money back. <laughs> oh, good. 49p. It's one of those... <laughs> I'm, not throwing, I'm not throwing that away. It's one of those consumer stories that's got a happy ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny thing was they sent me to in traveller's check form. <laughs> no, no, I was furious about uh, about that. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, I mean to use the phrase, the words news and update, yeah. and then the thing never budges at all. It's wrong. <laughs> it's wrong. Um, we should probably do a statue news update, shouldn't we? Oh, is that is that uh, something we do regularly? Well, no, we, we no, do we do it start quite it. regularly, though. Well, I think we, we, we covered uh, if I were a, if I were a sculptor, but then again, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sudden change of heart, and well, so he yeah. decided to pursue a far more sensible career of um, smelling, selling, not smelling, selling potions in a travelling show. Well, yeah, many. Um, of course, if you worked in a travelling show, <laughs> you know what you'd be able to use. Oh, that'd be very handy. <laughs> wouldn't yes. The thing is, with the, I didn't tell you those travellers' checks. They were American oh, Express travellers' checks. Enough with the travellers' checks. You'd think Americans would be up for having them. Yeah, but did they have Frank? I'm surprised they weren't Diners Club travellers' checks. I know, but to be refused uh, for a man of my age to be refused an American Express travellers' check. A man who grew up with the phrase American Express that'll do nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, t- t- for then then to be rejected is a is a bitter blow indeed. <laughs> anyway, statue news. Uh, yes. Christine Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cristiano. Yeah. One of I'm the world. I'm just doing my affectionate thing that I do for men on this show. One of the world. And given a girl's name, like um, Simone Cowell. Oh, okay. yes. lovely. He's been committed to statue. I told you, speaking of Elton John, he told mm. me that um, Robert De Niro got furious when him and uh, David uh, Furnish insisted on calling him uh, Roberta. Oh, really? <laughs> he didn't like it. Oh. Yeah. oh, dear. Yeah, I know. Did you, do you think he kept saying, are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he did. <laughs> I really hope he did. <laughs> um, and when he does that, you couldn't get a bus ticket between his jaw and his chest. Oh, That's yeah. what I like about it. Yeah. Straight yeah, down here. Oh, talking to me. The triple ridge. Talking to me. Oh, it's brilliant. Um, statue! Cristiano Ronaldo has been uh, he's been committed to statue form and the internet and many viewers have said statue don't mm. like it they don't like it it's a it. bust isn't it well yeah it was unveiled well, because it's always I couldn't introduce statues this as, always unveiled as plans are I couldn't introduce yeah. it as bust news could I <laughs> well bust updates I mean that would be you a, know a bust update would have been a great thing <laughs> yeah um yeah, people do, people do not like it, and uh, I think Cristiano does. He thinks it's all right. I gotta say, he loves it. I I I think it's all right as well. I think it do looks like a it? bit like Cristiano Ronaldo in a circus mirror. That's <laughs> the thickness of the neck. No, no, but that's why they've got it absolutely right. Okay, calm down, right. dear. Calm no, down, he's dear. he has got one of those thick very necks. thick neck. But there's no there's what it looks. I tell you what, if I drew Cristiano. Cristiano Ronaldo on my fingernail, it mm. would be an ap- an accurate representation of the size of his head compared to the thickness of his neck. Right. He's got a very, very muscular thick neck, and I think that's one of its uh, one of its strengths. The I don't think it's captured his good looks necessarily. No. He's got a, a neck which looks like it was designed for a much larger head. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so is the statue. It was design. It was made by Emmanuel Santos, who was a former cleaner at the airport. Again, where the yeah, that's is. great. He was a 
he's only been a sculptor for two years. Sculptor for two years. Yeah. Um, but then again, no, because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard it took him fifteen days to make this, and Rodan spent ten years making the kiss. Oh, yes. a little fact for oh, you. Oh, but there. there's two people in the kiss. That's gonna that's gonna add <laughs> double bubble, <laughs> double trouble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a well, lot of work. That would have taken people, Emmanuel yeah. Santos 30 days <laughs> in that case. But this is good, you know, he lives in... I mean, in Rodan's time, you know, you could you could take your time. Why? No, we live in the modern world. We need the Emmanuel Santos approach. Yeah. This is from Mr Traveller's check over there. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think that sometimes in the paper you can put a caption on something and it, and it, it might be someone standing by a bus stop and it says... Um, sinister hanger about when you think oh yeah that bloke does that and if you've seen it without the caption mm. you'd just think oh, that's a bloke at a bus stop and I think I think it's alright <laughs> 12.15 what's the worst statue you've ever seen <laughs> The Frank Skinner Show listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio yes Cristiano Ronaldo and his thick neck yeah. Some people said, we were talking about Niall Quinn earlier, that it looked more like Niall Quinn. Well, as you know, Niall Quinn is a great inspiration of mine. He told, mm. I must have told you the Niall Quinn's uncle story from his autobiography. If I, I, don't, I don't know. About He's the, had three mentions on this show. He can't <laughs> believe his luck. He, Niall Quinn's uncle um, lived alone and... Um, he used to, when he got back, you know when you go back to the, when you go out drinking and you Very drink, large bottom, Narquin. Mm, well, mm. but that's, it's good for a striker. Oh, it's great. Mm. So anyway, he, his, his uncle used to drink a lot. And when you drink a lot, in the end, you can't be bothered to sort out the correct change for a drink. So you end up mm. just get cashing notes and you get up. I've, I've woken up and couldn't lift my trousers from the floor. They had so much loose change in the pockets. And his, <laughs> his uncle used to get back with the loose change and he'd go into his, uh, into one of the rooms in his flat and uh, he'd throw the change onto the carpet and mm. then he had one golf club in there <laughs> and he used to, before he went to bed, he would drive the individual examples of change, he'd hit them until they stuck in the plaster <laughs> of the wall. He said one of the walls was just a mass of loose change where it stuck in. And he told this story and he, I remember the last sentence he sort of said, and as I say, he lived alone. <laughs> <laughs> A tremendous story. It's up there with Beer Wolf. That's it. It, it is sort of Beer Wolf. Beer, well, go you're beer Golf. Beer Golf. Yes. Yeah, oh. While we're on the subject of beer, we've had a tweet in from Michael Coffey. That's it, ironic, isn't it? Michael <laughs> Coffey sending a beer about He's seen the error of his ways. Thing about. Nice to see Frank kept mementos from his colourful past. Hashtag whatever happened to. So it is technically in the whatever happened to corner. Shall it's I a, give it a jingle? Well, whether you think it deserves to go in, Frank, it is a beer can with a scantily clad lady, May, Marie, June, Sylvia, etc. Do you remember these? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I remember them in in tasteful swimsuits. Is that? Have I, I would describe these as negligees. Well, don't mm. give me no negligee waves. Marie, no. <laughs> Marie has a sh silk shirt on, yeah. open. Mm. Well, they were they were tasteful. There was no. Um, well, I wouldn't describe them as tasteful. No, <laughs> I wouldn't describe the concept of a no, you woman know what on I mean, the beer but there can was, as there tasteful. Was, there was none of the. There was no breast points. Is what I'm saying. Oh my goodness! Well, that's it. I mean, that's a, it's a we big barrier. It. It's a big we barrier in the glamour photography. Is Once it? you get to breast points, it's a whole different world. 
Yeah, I remember them. Do you? Um, what it, was the beer? I don't remember those oh. beer cans at my parents' dinner parties. Ma, 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 it was, no. was it, ma, but I do remember something. people drinking them. I think it was Mac something. Okay, you know, as I'm in sure the, they'll as tell McKinnon's us. McKinnon's or something. Some oh, right. yeah, yeah. What's great is the names are all fabulously seventies. I know. Heather, Sally, Norma, and June. Well, of course they were around at the same time as when you bought knots. They used oh, to be on a card, and then they'd steadily reveal a girl in a tasteful swimsuit. Yeah. And the idea, the actual somebody thought people would buy more nudes, more knots. That was a fabulous uh, <laughs> More nudes. Uh, more knots because they wanted to see the girl underneath. I'm sure that never happened. I no. don't know. 8, 12, 15. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, um, we've had various uh, communications about the beer cans with um, scantily clad ladies on. Beer can. <coughs> Excuse mm. me. Eggs and beer can. Um, there's, a, there's a bit of debate. There's a bit of debate. Oh. Uh, Chris in Walsall has texted McEwen's Frank, which I thought straight away he's thrown a bullseye there. Yeah. I remember it. And then... Immediately I changed my mind because we've had quite a few texts saying Tenant's Lager. I think Tenant's probably is right. I think the reason I was thinking <coughs> of a muck is Tenant's is a Scottish thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. There you go. Sorted. Mm. Next. Yeah, dealt with. Um, there's <laughs> 300 others discussing it. Are you um, at the North well, the, ten- the Tenant's Lovelies? Yeah. In 1962, the Lager Lovelies graced cans of the famous Scottish Lager until 1991. I didn't think it was that early, 62. Anyway, it's a different world. Didn't think it was that late. It was a different world. Um, I think they had completely naked women on spam, if I remember right. <laughs> <laughs> we've different also. World. We didn't know, you see. No. 756 has texted Worst Statue, JFK on Marleybone Road by Regent's Park Crescent. Oh, I've seen that one. I haven't seen that one. Oh, I must check that out because <laughs> they're. they're um, yes. I love a terrible statue. Oh, uh, so do I. Steve Avett's statue in Brighton. Oh, not yeah, very that's... flattering of the great man. Oh, I always suspected Lord Coe's involvement. <laughs> <laughs> Let it be, Seb, he says. <laughs> what about that one of... Um, the one of Nelson Mandela in um, Parliament Square. He's not a bad likeness, but he's got his hat... He looks like a bloke who's washed his hands and can't find a towel. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you know, you're hold, holding your hands out like, slightly away from your suit. <laughs> but then it is... There's more pressure on the modern sculptor. Mm. I'll explain. For example, the Burgers of Calais. Mm. I don't know what they look like. No. I'm sure they're nice men, but I don't. I couldn't analyse their facial characteristics mm. in the way I can Ronaldo's. We know what Ronaldo It's, a, t- it's like. a tougher gig these days. But Rodan, who did the Burgers of Calais, also <laughs> did things like uh, Balzac. There are, there are pictures of, so you can check yeah. them out. Oh, they're, I very think blur- it was all, they're very I, blurry, Frank. I think we can say Rodan was not bad as a sculptor. <laughs> Well, he took his time late about review. it, but yeah. What about my... <laughs> Hashtag late review. <laughs> Rodan, Rodan was a good sculptor. Not bad. <laughs> but you're quite right. With, with modern ones, you, you, you do know what the people look like. I mean, yeah. I think my, my best bit of uh, sculpture... I was at the home of um, former heavyweight champion of the world, Larry Holmes. Um, not ideal, you might think. Mm. Not ideal, Holmes. Yeah. No. yeah. It was, uh, Laura, Larry Holmes. And... Um, we were, it's very nice, we are chatting, and he said, uh, do you want to come see my statue? Oh, I love and it I when said, they say that. Oh, yeah. Well, it is one of the best questions I've ever been asked by anyone. Would you want to go? It so means we, something different. So we got me. in his car, 
<laughs> we got in his car and he drove me to his uh, statue, which was, I suppose, half a mile up the road, and we went and had a look at it. And if you want to talk about comparing the likeness, quite handy to have mm. the bloke with you. <laughs> so we had, a, we had a bit of a walk around Larry's statue, me and him. And how was and, it? Uh, it was good. It was, it was a good likeness. I mean, he was a bit younger in the statue, which was awkward. But, uh, <laughs> hey, why haven't they got a statue of you in Birmingham? This is what we need. No, look, I'm on the, all, the walk of fame. Yes, That's you are. Too much. Yeah, yeah. The things you've done for that town. He's not greedy, though. Um, not greedy. I don't what, think... I, we, I, we need a... Sta- a, it's not a town. No, it's a city. Whatever. <laughs> Let me point that out. Um, but I think we need to get a statue for you in Birmingham. I, I think that will never happen. It's funny you say that, though, because <laughs> if there were a statue of me, what I would want the sculptor to do is give me a really spiky hairstyle that seagulls and pigeons would then avoid. That's, oh. that's what I want for my statue, if it's ever. It's a wonder, <laughs> thinking that there's never been a Gary Crowley uh, yeah. statue. Well, Jedward, that's going to be fine when that, they get their statues. It's, again, it's the double thing, you know. <laughs> See how long it took Rodan. <laughs> if I did... Um, 30 years uh, of her trying to get those two done. If I did a Jedward statue, I'd definitely want them um, playing leapfrog. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sum, sums them up. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were talking about the new Ronaldo bust, but not before mm. mentioning the Tommy Cooper statue. Oh yes, Philly. That's like a Philly Castle wearing a top hat. It looks like a seven-foot Frankenstein going out to the opera. <laughs> <laughs> but isn't that what Tommy Cooper looked like? He didn't wear a top hat, especially. No, no, he didn't wear a top no, hat. Famously no, wore a fez. Why would they put yeah. the wrong hat on? So is he actually wearing a top hat? It's not just a badly sculpted fez. Apparently so. Fez. That can't be true, can it? I think there's a famously Can we bad... get someone on that? Can someone Google Tommy plus Cooper plus top plus hat plus Do statue? people still use the plus? <laughs> <laughs> Do people still use the plus? I just ask Jeeves. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Do people say anyone? I love the ever... idea that you ask Jeeves, oh. where can I get rid of traveller's check? Yeah. <laughs> Does pe- Do people still put in www? No. HTTP. When I Google, I just put in the names yeah. for example if i want to find big bottom footballers let's say well we've said one nile quinn scott parker right mm-hmm. i will put in scott and then just the name parker some people i know they insist on the little quotation marks oh, every time they that. search why do they do this time to waste these people <laughs> no, you're on no, point I, you've got stuff I to do, do i know um, we, we should um, say that uh, this um, bust of ronaldo the reason it's happening yes. is because they have they've named an airport after Cristiano Ronaldo. And Madeira, yes. Wait, yeah. Well, it's um, Madeira Airport. I'd, I'm not sure I'd want to fly into uh, Cristiano Ronaldo Airport. No. Gather round for this. Okay. Because you only get a little bit of turbulence and it goes down straight away. <laughs> oh. Come on! Come on! Little bit of turbulence goes down straight away. <laughs> Oh, very oh, pleased with that. He feels that. the need to not just have the jingle, he has to then say, hear ye over I it. worry that you are going to have a horrible paranoid nightmare that the second rendition of it got a bigger laugh than the first rendition. That's OK. <laughs> just remember that he there is want- a second laugh. <laughs> he just wants to laugh. It's a great honour, though. I mean, there I thought you were going to say it's a great joke, and we're going to do another ten it's minutes on that. No, but there's John Lennon, there's George Best, yeah. John Wayne, oh, the airport. JFK, and there's Kennedy. Yeah. yeah, there aren't there aren't loads. Skinner, 
It's going to round about. I don't, again, I don't think I'll ever get that. The only no, I think I, you will. The only way I'll ever get a, an airport um, named after me is if I change my name by Dean Pole to Stan Stead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe I'll think about that. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. We've had a lovely picture sent in from Godders, oh. one of your friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> John, John Wayne. Sorry, I didn't know he's calling himself that nowadays. Wow. It's, it's John his, Wayne Airport. His brummy pals call him that. John Wayne Airport. And he's pointed out, don't often see coloured statues outside of churches. No. Which is you, true. You and that, and Godders is pointing that out, though, so I take him seriously. Actually, <laughs> abroad, you see um, painted statues. Oh, OK. And we've also North Europe, I would say. Oh, we had a Correctionian, didn't we, regarding the Tommy Cooper statue in Caffelli? Yes. Um, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's wearing a, a fez, but he's uh. got a top hat in his hand, poised perfectly to extract rabbits from. That's from Fitch in Birmingham, yeah, one of your... what about friends. when it rains? It just, it just Does it fill up? overflows. Oh, that's a good point. Oh. I mean, I well, don't think any rabbits are harmed in the making of this statue. No, I didn't no. think there was a real rabbit in there drowning. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, you don't want to make anything that contains water on a statue. How many hats can you be associated with in one lifetime? Well, I, I don't associate him with the top hat at Stick all. Stick with one no. hat. Yeah, if you had to be associated with a hat, Frank, which one would it be? Well, I'm not good on hats because I've got a very big head. Oh, no, you don't look good in them, do you? No, it's like <laughs> me and the elephant man. I've got to be honest. Um, I, could, I could wear the elephant man's hat, but I don't like the hessian. <laughs> it uh, irritates my face. Because I just insulted you, could I give you a small bit of praise I don't to mind make you. up for it? I don't which mind was it. on that Gordon Ramsay show, mm. you in that suit, Rat Pack, yeah. saying Shimba Wood. Lovely. You're on my Shimba Wood. Um, uh, I enjoyed the nightly show. Hit, Frank just started itching when I said that. change the subject <laughs> as quickly as I can. Exactly. Well, oh, Kathy's one of my dearest friends, so, you know. She's one of my dearest friends. <laughs> Now she'll pick me up on the use of the phrase one off. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, you look good, so don't worry about the hat thing. Can I ask you a question about um, Cristiano Ronaldo? Yeah, go on. um, I've always felt that straight men are pretty rubbish at telling whether a man is attractive or not. And straight women, I've always think, are pretty rubbish about telling if a woman's attractive. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Um, Do you think Cristiano Ronaldo is is a good-looking man? Oh. I'll do he's, that again. No! But he's so close to being a good-looking man. I can't quite... If you saw an unassembled jigsaw of Cristiano Ronaldo's face, you'd think, well, that is the jigsaw of a very good-looking man. When you put it together, you think, oh, no, actually. Yeah. He's a classic example of what men think are good-looking and what mums well, sometimes I don't know. are saying. I think he's dishy. Here's Rosnan. Something Ooh. missing. Yeah, I agree. Yes, I, I would agree. agree with that. And I really can't work out what it is. Nearly good looking is but what then I you like see, to call you're him. David Gandhi. He is good looking yes. in a similar way, but I would say most of the women in this room, maybe. No, looking, he is good looking. Yeah, yeah definitely. But he's fanciable Gorge, as opposed to good looking. Ronaldo's oh, girlfriend. <laughs> Ronaldo's girlfriend, very good looking. Mm-hmm. She was there on the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, not, not, re- not really involved, but she's used to that. The sculptor. He, uh, I wondered to, where you were going with that. She had to make her own arrangements. <laughs> <on the diet. laughs> she yeah. sort of stood, stood back a bit, didn't she? Well, there's a question about this, and again, yeah, but I, should, do we want to ask, ask it? No, no, I'm not going <laughs> to okay. ask that. No, not about that. Uh-huh. Here's the question, Ronaldo. No, 
this might be to do with a personal thing, but I'd like to ask you both this. He wears an earring, Ronaldo. Now, I, for me, an earring is Birmingham 1982. Yeah. You know, when blokes started wearing earrings. And now they look a bit... They, well, they look naff. Well, I it's a bit David Essex. Hold me like, close. If it's like a weirdo bloke with those big black ones that Weirdos. stretch your lobes. You know <laughs> I those? love those. <laughs> Sorry, Frank, weirdos. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you they mean. They look like if they wobble their head, they could play <laughs> table tennis with you. Those, yeah. If it's like that, great. But these, like, <laughs> a bloke in a little earring now, isn't it just a bit... It's like having a, yeah. a molly or something. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think I he's agree. also had a mullet. I agree. I think a little gold earring, it's a bit, um, it's a bit 80s band, isn't it? It's, yeah. Well, no, it's, I, it reminds me of like, quite big blokes in Birmingham in the 80s. <laughs> oh, Who yeah, would yeah. have them into, I don't know I what. I don't know what jackets. statement you're making with that earring. It beats me. I think a lot of them went night fishing and they just used to t- uh, secure <laughs> the twine to the earring so they could sleep. Oh, I until they got a nice bit of tench. Nice. <laughs> that's my uh, that's my verdict. If you've got an earring at home and you're male, sorry. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. One more thought on Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. um, well, sure. you might have more. Just uh, oh, I've got thoughts. Um, he's rumoured to do two thousand sit-ups a day. Is he really? Yeah, which I think... Wow. I think 300 of those actually make him stronger and the rest is just time-killing until he can play football <laughs> again. I think that's... Well, you know more about the, these things than any of us, of course. How many sit-ups a day do you do? None. <laughs> but, um, really? But the sculptor... <laughs> wasn't expecting that. The, cul- the sculptor said that um, uh, Ronaldo didn't really want to change very much of the, the sculpture. He just asked for them to remove some wrinkles on his eyes because they made him look old and he wanted it to... Well, look... his brother said that, I believe. Oh, but he passed right. on the message. He passed from, on the information yeah, through the CR. brother. Yeah. See, I think there was probably about 80 other messages from Ronaldo <laughs> saying, do I really need a shirt on in in the oh, statue? Yeah. Could I not have, like, my six-pack out? Like, it's a bit ironic when you've got it. a sculpted torso. <laughs> and then you get a bust done at your airport. <laughs> he must have been sick. Yeah. I mean, he'd have been happier if they'd left the head off. Yeah, yeah. And just and just on. Uh... Well, that's his brand, the torso, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they could have extended the neck into the number one runway. Oh, luck! <laughs> do you know you're wasted. Uh, well, I haven't been wasted since <laughs> 1986. It's a while. In other oh. football news, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Friend yes. of the show, I yeah, think. Yeah, he is, I think. Oh, he I is. Think no, so. he's a man with a thick neck, small long, head. Yeah. Long neck, tiny he's a head. man who's got Lovely a... Lovely bun. He's basically got hair <laughs> on the top of his neck. He's... And he's someone, a... what he's done is he's drawn a face on his yeah. neck just above his He looks Adam's like apple. a Pez dispenser, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does. I think I said it here before, he looks like a ballpoint pen. It's, it's got that... <laughs> oh, he, I love... mean, he is, but he's a fantastic footballer. Very good. And character. Well, yes, and character. Oh. He crosses over into my Venn diagram at this point because he's launched a fragrance. Not yeah. his first oh, time hasn't? at the fragrance <laughs> yeah. rodeo, may yeah. I say. Oh, he's, he's launched previous fragrances. He had Zlatan. Yes. They, they had a think tank, got together, came up with some ideas. They came like up with Zlatan. It. Now he's launched Supreme. Supreme is a unisex fragrance. Oh, is it? Yes, I believe so, because all the fashionable fragrances are now. Are they I really? I can talk for fragrance on ours. Millennials don't define themselves by gender-specific scents. No, that's true. 
So there you go. But that's very... It's like, remember back in the day, Frank, the CK1? Yes. For men and women. I don't know what they'd put on a beer can nowadays. <laughs> no. I think it's just... It's, I think it's multiple choice. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with uh, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show, please, on 81215. We'd love to hear from you. Follow the show on Twitter, at Frank on the Radio. We'd love to hear from you. Email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Go on, be traditional. We don't care. We've um, we've actually just had a missive in that yes. I'd like to bring to your attention. I think you should. Is that from Paul Howarth and Milton Keynes? What you talking about? No, with? it's uh, oh. from Prisoner 983 by email. I believe oh. that is Paul Howarth and Milton Keynes. Oh, is it? Keynes. Hi, Frank, Divine oh. Miss M and the Cockerel. Last week's discussion of songs with parentheses in the title failed to mention perhaps the finest example of the trend, Three Lions, Brackets, Football's Coming Home. Come brackets. on! God, you know what? That never occurred to me. Was this intentional, or maybe I have my facts wrong? Some gittish nitpicking from a praise redacted of the show. He's a fan. So, Frank Skinner, discuss. I didn't I didn't know it had um, footballs <laughs> coming out of in brackets. Really? Yeah. If David Baddiel is listening, then... He must, he must have written the brackets. Well, I think he did all that stuff. The bracket. <laughs> he dealt with brackets as well. <laughs> well, he's done a show about his parentheses. <laughs> Very good. Which uh, we saw this week. Very yeah. fine work, can I just say, going to Yes, it? yes, indeed. We recommend that on this show. Yeah. My family, the sitcoms, everybody. My family, the, not the sitcom. Not the sitcom. <laughs> That's the whole point, not the sitcom. Oh, sorry. In fact, is it his Don't family? Don't ruin his Someone gags. else, no, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's at the, is it the comedy theatre? It's at the Playhouse. And yes, it's a, this is one of the best blogs. <laughs> Terrible. And I spat a bit of apple on the desk as well, right right next to where my someone family, had drawn a man's organ. That's, not that's the, the kind of party oh they goodness. had last night. My family, not the sitcom at the Playhouse Theatre. Yes. Deal. Marvellous. Five stars. Thanks, yes, what was, what was the question? Um, the question was about three lines footballs. Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. I'd forgotten. I think of it as three lines. I never think of it as three lines. Open brackets, footballs coming home, close brackets. But, you know, it's worth knowing. Well, I think that Ian... Anything else about me? Anyone wants to text in, I might not know. They slipped That's it in. That's a dangerous David thing. What if my doctor texts in? <laughs> Do you think David and that lightning seeds just got together and slipped it in without you realising? Well, I was I was not drinking in those days, so I don't think okay. that could have happened. OK. Anyway, um, we were talking about Zlatan. Zedi. And his unisex fragrance, Supreme. Now, the one... Please stop me if I'm becoming a fragrance bore... But the one a few years ago was a bit more urban. Was it a few I years would describe ago? I it thought as. they were Maybe being it... mutually released, these two. No. He did oh, another really? one, I would say, two years ago. Oh, OK. Feel free to text in if I'm incorrect, but I won't be. <laughs> this one has slightly peppery notes. Other? Really? Mm. I don't mind that. Is, is, it of, is it full of peppery goodness and very good to eat? No. Is there okay. any... Uh, Bergamo. Is it Not burger or peppery. Bur- You're making them sound like fast food. Is it bergamot? How do you yeah, say bergamot. it? Oh, you say bergamot. Have you ever, have you ever smelled the bergamot of Calais? <laughs> <laughs> it's particularly nice. Extraordinary joke, which I love. <laughs> yeah. he, you don't get many um, Rodan burgers of Calais <laughs> jokes, I find. Not on commercial radio. The BBC's heavy with them. <laughs> he said, <laughs> the now show. He said uh, he was inspired by an experience he had during a holiday in Mexico. Well, we all were, dear. <laughs> yeah. I was once having breakfast at, uh, I, th- I think we were at Cancun, and oh, my, my partner that, that, and I. Thanks for the tip. And uh, the entire table collapsed with everything on it. 
<gasps> absolutely. We were just saying that sitting there and the table was at our side on the floor, flat, with everything scattered everywhere. And did that inspire you to launch a fragrance? A fragrance, because that's the sort of thing that happens to Zlatan. He has a holiday, and then he thinks, "I'm going to launch a fragrance." No, I think I launched a cry for help. <laughs> um, He's also there's a de- Zlatan deodorant. Oh, that sounds easier. To What's yeah. that called? That's still called Supreme. Oh, okay. And a body lotion. Supreme. Yeah. Guessed it. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yeah. I wish you'd have come up with something a bit more. I mean, I, I know he thinks of himself as supreme, but something a bit more slat and, you know, a bit along the lines of oh, it's all about a ball. Yeah. Something a bit football-y, a right. bit striker. <laughs> oh, you can't have a fragrance called striker. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Smell like a miner from the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> Oh, glory days. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. We've had a text in from David Baddiel. (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, he didn't text the show. He texted me personally, I should say. Should we read out our personal texts? Well, I think in this case he's clearing up some some information that we need to be clearing up regarding... Any other business? Yeah. (laughs) Is he about the women on beer cans? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he would be our go-to source. (laughs) I'm surprised he hasn't called earlier. (laughs) I wouldn't ask David He's got a collection of over 200. (laughs) He hasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's old Keith you're mixing up with, all the men in your life. (laughs) Yeah. He says, um, I think the bracket edition of SCH... FCH, which is obviously football coming home. Is that yeah. what you guys called it? Never. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it called that before. Hey, Frank, few thoughts on FCH. Okay. Um, was something the record company did. I think we just called it Three Lions. Uh, sorry, wrong emphasis. I think we just called it Three Lions. Oh, yeah. I think Sony heard the chant at Wembley and added it as a bit of branding. Oh, yeah. There you go. That makes sense. I suppose people might go into the shop and say, have you got that football's coming home song? And they say, no. The only football songs have got three lions, and they've said, no, forget it. (laughs) Yeah. I I didn't come in here for a song, not a menagerie. (laughs) You're right. Yeah, they might have said, they probably wouldn't have said that, but I'd like it if they had. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there you go. I know. Um... I'm still scratching. I should have washed this T-shirt before I, think I wore so. it. I mean, it's, it's, you scratch a lot. Do yeah. I? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, we've had a... Um, I, I, I admire the um, petulance of this text. It's from Neil in Penge. Good morning, all. It's been a while. Loving the show. Missed you guys. Anyway, did I hear Ms Dean mention some graffiti earlier? Mm. I wonder if you yep. might uh, all... Be it, I suspect they are not a listener. Give a big shout out and thank you to Spears, the illiterate moron, for tagging my shed. It's very good of them to fit me into their very busy schedule. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> so oh. that's somebody who's obviously had a shed spray painted with Spears. But if it's an illiterate moron, how does he know their name? Because well, it's written on his shed, S P W R Z. If it's an illiterate moron, is that reliable? Good, and good quite eighties calling someone a moron as well. I think illiterate—that's gone as well now. God, everything's gone. Do that. Gender. 
Literacy. <laughs> Literacy has essentially it's, gone. It's the, it's, the ladies, it's the ladies I feel sorry for. <laughs> They've strived for years for equality. Just coming up on the outside layer, we've abandoned gender as a concept. <laughs> oh, so close, but no cigar. Obviously, what? they can have a cigar if they want one. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Uh, Except it's very bad for you. I'm bringing out a new fragrance called um, Has Been. Oh. <laughs> it makes you smell like you used to be special. Oh, that's what do you think? A shame. Oh, you still are very special to us. Or and my other one, New Git from Lawnfree. <laughs> it upsets people in a completely unjustified, no, a completely justifiable way. <laughs> you think? New Git. Git. Yeah. Oh, you Git. Know, Frank, yeah. Zlatan said something about his fragrance. He said, "Okay, I'm, I'm going to do your next." Okay. You can do that accent, okay. I think. Said, Swedish. Do you okay. do Swedish? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I just do one accent. Okay. And then it doesn't offend anyone. He says, OK, maybe I don't have that thing that mine's the best. Don't say that when you're launching a product. <laughs> doesn't sound like It's him. the first says, time Zlatan's okay. ever said that about anything. <laughs> maybe I don't have the thing that mine's the best. Extraordinary. Did he say I just dab a little bit behind my ears, or I would if that area wasn't occupied by my neck? <laughs> Well, the nose, Frank, who created it, who's called Olivier Peshu. Oh, yeah. He also... It should be. The nose should be called Olivier, bless you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it really should. What an opportunity missed. He's uh, famously was the nose... I don't know if he was the nose at Dior, but he created a Dior fragrance. We should say, in case you don't know, a nose is a person employed by a a perfumier. Yeah. Uh, They've got very, very sensitive noses, so they're very Mm. good in, in the scent business. Yeah. And they, uh, they're responsible for coming up with fragrances. And he did a Comme des Garçons perfume, and he mm. also created a perfume, a fragrance called Legend. Did he really? Yes. Legend! <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that could be one for Alan Cochran. Frank Skinner. Was Legend. that for John Legend? No. <laughs> it's for John Legend. <laughs> He's missed a trick. When John Legend is 60, we'll absolutely have a special um, weekend where with this, they rename one of the stations Absolute Legend. <laughs> No. <laughs> I've, um, as you know, my, I have many friends in the S&M community. And, uh, you know, oh, fine. I find after a good hiding, you can pong a bit. And uh, I've, <laughs> I've invented a new fragrance. I'm calling it After Slave. Oh, my God. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a perfume text, actually, and, um, you know, sometimes we have a sort of a public service uh, section of the show. we do. I think Emily may well be able to answer this. Go on. Uh, Peter has texted, hi all. Not Peter Patel from the Economize, (laughs) Louisville, Kentucky. I don't think so, but I love the fact you took his name and you've remembered it. No, his name was on a, you know, they're doing America, they have a sign-up with their name on. Oh. On the wall. Oh, I see. So I could go in and say... Peter, you haven't... Uh, <laughs> I like that. If ever anyone wears a name badge, I almost always use the name. Yeah. Good for you. I think we all should be wearing name badges. It'd I do. It would be so much easier. Name and profession, that's oh, what I should have. That'd be good, wouldn't it? It would be so much easier. That's a good idea. Um, Can we just all start doing it? I think it'd be We great. could start it. Okay. Hi, all. If the nose it creates... saved a lot of confusion with that um, young chap I gave the spare room to in the <laughs> 1998. <laughs> Anyway, carry on. Hi all, if the nurse creates the perfume, how does the perfumier spend his or her days? Okay. Well, I'm glad you've asked me that. (laughs) Extraordinary decision to answer that question. Oh, my voice (laughs) cracked with the shock. Frank, would you like to answer? 
Well, I'm, the, the perfume yeah, I'm imagining is the engine room who then um, puts the whole thing together okay. after the nose has given these rather <coughs> sniffy instructions. <laughs> oh, I you reckon. do, do you? Do you, you do you want me to guess? Yeah. I reckon they do about an hour of emails and then 2,000 sit-ups a day. That's what <laughs> okay. I reckon, just to kill time. I'm hoping that a Parfumier fits into the same uh, Venn diagram as the Chocolatier, <laughs> who I've always been very keen on. Yes. Oh, they've got... I always imagine them with, in a glove, in a white glove, the, the Chocolatier. Cho- the Chocolatier. Oh, yeah. yeah. I always imagine they've got chocolate ears. <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw my two travellers' checks worth in? Yeah, no, they do. I think the Parfumier is exactly the same as the nose. Oh, oh. well, what's the point, then? Le, le nez, as le, he's le, called in France. Le Benaza, isn't it? I think oh, no, it's le German. Nez, no. German, because um, mm. Rosa Nasa. It's essentially a name for someone who is in charge of the olfactory composition. Thank you. I've just had an Can idea, I... actually, for my unsent um, brand. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do a his and hers one, and the girl's one is going to be called My Perfume. Because, you know, when people go, what's that? What's that smell? My perfume. Oh, yeah. Oh. And the bloke's one is going to be called my aftershave. <laughs> 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 I think that's a really good idea, and I think it would appeal to the millennials. They like an idea. Well, I... Like it's a funny, quirky the idea. It's too simple. My aftershave is a bit reminiscent of my mum's cola. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the My Mum's brand? Well... It was the nastiest stuff you could get. My Mum's margarine. they're not still going. Well, no. but that, how can I say this without offending you? I can't. So, <laughs> okay. the fact is, it's going to be cheap. Because my mum's cola was cheap. Make the, my aftershave cheap. And I think that would work well. Oh, no, I was going to make it really expensive. Okay. And uh, try and make some real money. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> that was my plan. What well, about, um, hang on, I'm just crossing out my I'm plan. I'm very Sorry. big in the nose world, so I can get you some. I've got Doesn't some look contact. that big from over here. <laughs> I've got good contacts, Al. <laughs> the idea of bringing out a fragrance, I think, I think then you've really you've reached the the bottom. Do you think so? <laughs> I'm very Why? happy with people bring have, out a having that. because what what am I getting from Zlatan Ibrahimovic when I when I buy his fragrance? Um, it's all gone, very. Uh, his personality right. is in every drop. He says. I think they're ghost smelt fragrances. Oh, I see. Per- I don't think they have any input, do they? They're not going. Mm, little bit of uh, cardamom. I buy brutally by Frank. Brutally, brutally. Yeah. yeah, brutally. Frank, Frank. Bruce Lee. <laughs> <laughs> that never sell. Bruce Lee by the new Frank Skinner fragrance. There's too many concepts. Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I need to ask you if I'm irrational here. I, I had an experience this week. I was in a minicab. Mm. Um, uh, <coughs> I like it so far. Yeah, Wait, you weren't right. going to the nightly show, were you? I wasn't going to the nightly <laughs> show. Also, quite 70s to be in a minicab. It was a minicab. Okay. And, uh, still lots of minicabs. Well, it's just the fact that it's not called minicab anymore, but I, that's what I like. Well, I like to differentiate between, you know, people get angry if you say Uber, people get You're angry right, if you Al. say taxi, so it was a minicab. But I was in the front seat next to the driver, obviously gear stick in between. And the gentleman in question was wearing a leather jacket, right? Okay. It wasn't that cold outside... He was wearing a leather jacket that Blues I think on? was... Yes. Okay. Uh, I think it was brand new, because every single movement <laughs> that man made, I heard. Oh, really? I mean, oh. literally... Creep. Creep. <laughs> wow. 
I mean, I started rerouting us so that he didn't have to indicate just because I was uh, thinking there's <laughs> yeah. going to be a cacophony here. And I, I've, I was so annoyed by it. I honestly think if the journey had been a mile longer, there would have been a point where I'd have shouted, how can you live like this? Because <laughs> he could have worn that, like he should have worn it around the house, like I used it's to with new like football my boots. Your Why t-shirt's he... itching you. I, know, I wouldn't think of having to break in a jacket. Oh, well, no. it really needed breaking in, though. I mean, Could we you smell the, the leather studs. on it? I couldn't smell it. I just, I, maybe he's had it for ten years and it just still squeaks. But... Maybe it's tarpaulin. <laughs> it's pleather. I find that, Why do that people can be wear inflexible. noisy clothes? I mean, I had a pair of <clears throat> shoes, slides... Uh, pa- slides? What does that mean? They're called slides. Ah. I'll show you some pictures afterwards. Think of a... No, you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> OK, how, can I go wedge flip-flop? Would that help? Oh, yes. OK. OK, yeah, so I it's slightly... They're like pool slides. Do you know those, Frank? I have to say England supporters did wear them once in the day. Pool slides, as in what people slide into a pool? Okay. As in what they wear around the pool side. Oh, OK. Oh, okay. No, I don't go okay. poolside that often. OK. Anyway. Are, sort of, are, they, are, are they essentially, rather than fashion, that they're an anti-Veruca measure? No, they're now fashion. Oh, they okay. have a thick band and a sole. Anyway, the point is... I can't remember the point now. <laughs> but, are they noisy? Uh, no, they were so noisy, Al. I wore them once and I thought, I can't live with these. Straight in the bin. They weren't expensive. Whoa, I'm sorry for anyone listening who can't afford shoes. <laughs> they were about £19. They weren't hideously expensive. Again, I'm sorry for anyone. There's people at home saying, £19 for a pair of shoes. <laughs> they they, they saw just... you coming straight in the bin. They were noisy. Yes, yeah, I know. And but... I found it humiliating walking down the road in noisy shoes. Yeah. I know, but that wouldn't have bothered someone in the third world. <laughs> oh, fine. You made it... me feel really bad. I know. I suppose it's too late to reclaim them. <laughs> They're in a bin somewhere. Long worn, worn by a seagull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Taken straight off the tip. Oh, they love the tip, the seagulls. They do. I don't know what they might be called tip gulls. If they've got an yeah. option between tip the sea. If there's an option between going to the sea or going to the tip, they'd choose the tip every time. Absolutely. In fact, they're a way of spotting that there is a tip, aren't they? If they you're driving are. along and you see loads of birds fly, you go, oh, that's you a tip. You see the gulls. They there's are, a tip they over are. There. They're tip Ow. indicators. You know what I love? I love an urban seagull. They <laughs> know what they're doing. A little bit trendier, a little bit cooler. I don't understand it. That, you see them in London yeah. and I think, why are you here? There's no tip or sea <laughs> round yeah. here. I, I, I mean, the chance of being lovely by the seaside. I like Nigel Farage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get back, get them back where they belong. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. I was discussing this minicab driver with this uh, noisy... This Lederjacke, as I believe they call them in uh, Germany. Do they? Mm-hmm noisy jacket and I just there's a bit of me that thinks how can you be surprised by that he didn't seem bothered by it Mm. but he must know that he's going to sit in the same seat and squeak all day and he's going to move his steering wheel he must know that that's going to like I can understand it if his job was painting himself silver and then standing in Covent Garden like you could do that with a squeaky jacket on and you'd only really notice it during lunch breaks good point but he does it even though he's going to move all day and sitting against a leather seat, 
Squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Well, he, had, jacket we, we had, he hadn't got a beaded seat cover. <laughs> he didn't have a beaded seat cover. <laughs> what kind of a mini cab driver was he? Please tell what me kind he of had character a, we were dealing with here. Please tell me there was some sort of golden tissue box. Yeah. Didn't see that and a, either. And a magic tree air this freshener. This guy's yeah. throwing the rule book out. What is yeah. the nature of the magic in a magic tree? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I met Dynamo the other week. Um, I think there's I was, a I was man. present. There's a man who could describe himself, you know, with the with the adjective magic. But yeah. the magic tree, just a sort of pine, largely pine. I would say it's more accurate to call it a slightly helpful tree. Yeah. It's helpful, it gets rid of odours. Perhaps it's magic in the old sort of Selwyn Froggit term. Yes. Magic. <laughs> anyway. You should just call itself a tiny smelly tree. Mm. A smelly tree. Not as marketable. No. No one's going to buy that. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll cross that off my business plan list <laughs> as well. Buy that Next to my perfume and my aftershave. Gone. Six I believe, one has been in touch. Is, is this the Twitterati or is it text? No, this is text. <clears throat> the, uh, they're not called tips anymore. You know, you were talking about they should be called tip girls. Cancel tips, yeah. They're not called tips anymore. <laughs> yeah? They are called resource recovery centres. Or is this centers. the bit when I was talking about breast tips? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so the confusion there. No, it's so. when you were talking about seagulls. Okay. I've never tips. seen a seagull on a breast tip. <laughs> no. And I but, hope I never do. So <laughs> they're too. called RRCs, Resource Recovery Centres. Seagull on a breast tip, I know, I know. It's lactation. Oh. Sorry, everyone. Oh, come on, it's natural. <laughs> Sorry, Ken. Oh. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm up to speed now with Broadchurch. You know, having watched Series 2 and Series 1 last year. All right. Are you on Series 3? I don't like you being up to speed. It really makes me feel the world has ended. It's a big wait for the next one. A whole week. Also, can you imagine how embarrassing it is for me if you're ahead with the series and I haven't seen it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm I'm, I'm never... I'd never do a spoiler, don't worry about that. Okay. Just trust me, baby. (laughs) Creepy (laughs) moment. So glad that's never been said to me. Yes. That's good. I've I've never said it. I felt there were no point. We needed a clip for the creepy montage for the show, didn't we? So there we go. That's that's sorted, Daisy. We are doing creepy special, I think, Halloween. (laughs) So mark that. <laughs> mark that, trust me, baby. Stop saying baby. It's weird, isn't it? I'd love to do a creepy special for that. We don't do much for Halloween, do we? Yeah, but when we say creepy, Frank, it's not just you calling people baby incessantly. Ooh, baby. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the creepy special. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. Mm. You like that, huh? Yes, that's enough, I think. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that is yes, enough. It's made me feel a bit like I need a wash. <laughs> She's like cat feels. Yeah. Anything else from the outside world? I'm always keen to hear from them. They're such nice people. Um, Can I a... say, by the way, the man whose shed was graffitied on, he called back and said, no, I've been graffitied on and mocked. I hope, I hope we didn't mock him. I thank him for joining in. I am anti-graffiti on personal property, and I, I hope... Yeah. Um, I hope uh, some Municipal people. Municipal buildings, it's fine. I hope some community program people come round and get that off for you. Yeah, Maybe boy, is boy George still on it or is he? <laughs> no, he's off now. Okay, I like he's the idea really that he's well still. Now. He's, he's doing great. God he's bless on the him. Voice and things. Imagine if boy George come round to take the graffiti off your shed. 
I just said, I just got really into scrubbing graffiti off when yeah. I did my community I service. Like I'm just into it. Why not? Yeah. Um, Simon Oliver on a tractor in Essex has texted, Hey guys, do you remember an aftershave in the late 80s called Turbo? What a name. Presumably exhaust gas-powered force induction didn't quite have the same ring to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, true, but um, it's got an urban feel. Oh, I love it. Mm, I see love it. urban mm. seagulls will be liking it. Ooh, carbon Stop monoxide. It. Okay, so uh, anyway, look, enough of this tomfoolery, <laughs> if you can still say that. In the age of, it's a bit, no, tomboy foolery. Any good? Any good to you? <laughs> Tim, Tabitha, foolery. Oh, foolery. Just, just foolery. No, no, Z. Z foolery. I'm told if, now instead of he or she, you're supposed to say Z. Is that correct? Who told yeah. you that? Jonathan Ross told me that. Oh. Did he? Remember her? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, bring on the flowers. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.